It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. So if you've got hair and you live in the greater Cincinnati area, I know you know my guest today. He's been a salon and spa owner and hairstylist for over 20 years. But you know what? He's always been an overachiever with an entrepreneurial spirit. And unfortunately, his coping mechanism in his busy life was alcohol. And after 25 years of being a functional drinker, the consequences started getting really bad really fast. He ended up with two DUIs within six months, and he had to serve jail time as well as losing his driver's license for a year. Something magical happened, though, during this process. It forced him to have downtime to really think about his life and what he really wanted and on an authentic level. And he had the intuition that he was getting burnt out on hair, but he knew he loved that client relationship as part of his job. And it led him to something big, to selling his salon and pursuing a passion and truly helping people, coaching. And he's joining me today on Amy's Table, Mark Neff. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Oh Welcome God, to the Amy, show. What a story, what a story, what a story. Oh, yeah, and I have to say, you know, you've had a little influence on this decision. Um, I used to walk around Hyde Park on Sunday mornings and listen to your show. And on September 12th last year, I heard the segment with Susie DeYoung, and she was actually a client down on Hyde Park Square when I had the location down there. And her sharing her story on your show about, you know, getting out of the catering business and opening the soup um, nonprofit, it just gave me that extra little push to say, you know what, life is short, let's do it. Thank you so much for being part of this journey. Well, Mark, I'm going to take full credit for all of it. No, No, but you know what? Isn't it funny how sometimes you hear something, someone's story, a tidbit, um, it can be both positive and negative, where it is like a lightning bolt that you just know it's changed you. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I just, you know... I appreciate the intro, and I can absolutely cross off my bucket list when we hang up that I got to do a radio show with you because <laughs> I just your energy is so awesome and so energizing for people, and I just commend you for what a light you bring um, to the Cincinnati area. Well, you are so sweet, and I appreciate that more than I can easily say, so thank you. But you... Let's talk about light for a minute here. I mentioned to you before we came on the air, I've watched your transformation through photos on Facebook and you, you like glow. I mean, you really have, um, you know, you have a glow about you now. And thank you. That's amazing. That really is. Thank you. You know, I feel like once I finally had the aha moment and got the drinking under control, I really feel like my insides match my outsides now. Yeah. And my purpose and passion have really kind of come into alignment. And that's what led me to the coaching path. Because I feel like my life experience over the last two years and to see the positives that have come out of something negative, I want to help people find their authentic selves because I feel like a lot of people are feeling stuck right now. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, you mentioned that, you know, you had this sort of forced downtime and COVID 
if we all do it correctly, of course, let me say somebody brought to my attention that some of us just need to survive COVID. <laughs> and that's cool. I'm, I'm not one of those people who says you've got to redecorate your home, learn a new language and run a marathon because you have, you know, but right, I also know right. that if we do it correctly, everybody should get something out of this. I don't know right. what it is for everyone. But you know, I think you're right that a lot of people are doing more introspection and trying to let go of the stuff that didn't serve them in the busyness of pre-COVID. And, um, you know, so what I want to ask you about, though, it's it's occurring to me as I'm looking at your um, coaching program, is it only based on sobriety or is it um, helping people just get clear? Well, that's a great question. Um, I think as I've put together the curriculum for people that have suffered from addiction and how I can help them post-addiction transform their lives, I'm seeing a lot of parallels that I think would be very beneficial for people that just feel stuck. Right. Um, this is officially my third career, and I don't know where the intuition came to kind of make the career changes, but I think that... Um, you know, just embracing life and realizing that we're the ones that are 100% responsible for everything that we do. And we have the power to create and carve out the life that we want. Absolutely. You know, whether you are religious and use the phrase God or spiritual and use this, you know, source, whatever you want to say, that higher power, they say that if prayer is you talking to God, intuition is God talking to you. Yes, I love that. And, I, you know, I I call it the difference between mind thinking and heart thinking. Our minds want to take over all of the time, but I think sometimes we know in our heart it's not the right decision. Right. And sometimes we have to listen to that heart thinking because that is what is going to take us to true authenticity. Right. Absolutely. So let's let's back up a little bit. Let's take this in a really linear order. So there you were, second DUI. Yes. Talk to me so, what where your head was and how it got to where it is now. Well, you know, I knew my drinking was an issue, and I, I really thought I had control of it, and I did for a long time. Um, the second DUI was my aha moment. I actually had an accident, and it was a single-car accident, just my own. But that's when I realized that this has more control over me than I have over it. Mm. So at that moment, um, you know, in AA, sometimes they call it your, your lowest low or your, you know, breaking point. Um, I call it, I like to be positive. I, I called it my aha moment or my spiritual awakening. I knew that I really had to do something to get this better. Otherwise, I was going to get hurt or I was going to even worse hurt someone else. Um, I think that those feelings were cemented for me a month later when, unfortunately, I lost my younger brother to an yes. alcohol-related car accident. Yeah. Um, so that was really like what you talked about earlier, the universe or God. There was a higher power speaking to me saying, you know, you have more work to do here and let's get this figured out. And that's when I was forced into the quiet time at home. Um, again, I've always been an optimist and I'm so grateful for that. So I took the year of not having my license to really just carve out downtime and reflect. And it kind of got all these ideas running through my head about getting into coaching and 
you know, truly helping people with what comes after addiction. Because I feel like we're really good at the rehabilitation part. And then people kind of are spinning in their day-to-day life because they've gotten so used to the behaviors while they were drinking that they feel a little bit lost. And I think that's what my curriculum really helps people with. I love that. That's right. It's like you can mend the issue, but then how do you live with it beyond? That's really, really important. So, you know, it's funny. I'll tell you, Mark, all of us have terrible things that happen to us, you know, and they are varying degrees, but there is no hierarchy in someone's life. You know, you lost your brother and that I'm so sorry. I... I, was aware of that and so sad about that for you and the heartbreak that everyone felt in your family. And I I totally understand. And someone else might be ill. Someone else might have a job loss. Someone, and you know, it's not like you rank them. These, in a person's own life, their problems are serious, you know? Absolutely. And when they face how they how they react to them, how we all react to them and recover from them is key. And Absolutely. the you know, your optimism is something that you you are you are right. That is a gift. And I share that gift with you and I am grateful for it every day. But it's like so how do you help people who in this case it's addiction, how do you help them see that actually they could come out stronger, better, and glow like you do. I mean, you literally glow. Right. How do you help them see that op- that potential? Because that's where I think the biggest stick is, is people not seeing, having the ability to see. I, I feel like I'm babbling, but do you know what I'm trying oh, to no, say? no, I know exactly what you're trying yeah. to say, and that's such a great question. Um, you know, I feel like in the journey of sobriety and in the journey of tragic loss and the journey of cancer survivorship, whatever it might be, right. we have to start filling up a toolbox full of different tools that are going to help us on that journey. Um when we look at how did we get there, um, when we shift our mindset, I'd like to, you know, instill meditation into people's routines. Um, looking back at, you know, the emotions that were wrapped up and what were we trying to escape possibly. But as Brene Brown says, the direct um, cancellation of shame is vulnerability. And I just love Brene Brown. Oh, I love her too. And I think, you know, just getting people into the frame of mind that our past does not define us. What we have control of is today and the future. And um, that's what I've really built into my curriculum is just shifting some of the self-esteem and some of the shame and some of the guilt that our society has put on dealing with addiction. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Having that toolkit, as you mentioned, and, and shifting away from the shame vulnerability, that is the thing we all need to get out of this for sure. Will you do me a favor? Will you kind of walk us through quickly, because we don't have a lot of time left, the different modules in your program, what it would look like week by week if somebody works with you? Absolutely. So module one, we talk about how did we get here? What is our history? Um, It's a proven fact that alcohol is an addictive drug. So if you drink enough, you're going to get addicted. But a lot of people are dealing with past traumas and, you know, past things that they've been covering up. So I think there are a lot of contributors and we want to look at that. Um, Module two, we look at mindset. 
Um, I help people shift on focusing on what they're gaining, not what they're giving up. So again, just a positive psychology mindset and mm-hmm. how that is helpful. Um, cleaning up your life. I always say the clutter chaos can lead to utter chaos. So, <laughs> I love that. Um, I think people have an opportunity to clean their life up, whether it be material objects, per- people in their life, um, and technology is a huge one. Um, we also look at just overall health, eating habits, physical activity, mental and emotional health, and financial health. And then we move into triggers, traumas, and emotions and, you know, how we can change. We can't change our past, but we can certainly change our relationship with it. And that can be very powerful for people. Mm-hmm. Um, then we move into healthy boundaries. And I, you know, been throwing the phrase around sober distancing. And I think in this, you know, day and age, it makes a lot of sense for people. Sometimes we have to create new boundaries with people, especially if we're dealing with an alcohol addiction. Um, and then module seven is one of my favorites again, because I love Brene Brown. We talk about vulnerability and shame, and then we move into kind of discovering your true joy and the transformation that has happened over those last seven weeks that we've been working together. This is amazing. It's very smart. It's very comprehensive. And, you know, I wish you could almost put your life in a little flip book for people to have seen you go right through those and where you started and where you ended. Um, You know, you've always been a handsome man, Mark, but I'm going to tell you right now, you glow. You really do glow. (laughs) Um, and, And I think you can see the radiance and you can see the peace and you can see the joy coming out of your face. And it is, I'm sure equal part sobriety and finding your real purpose. But I am so happy to be able to share what you're doing with my listeners and would love to talk to you about this again sometime. And I think that there's elements of this that whether it's addiction uh, to a substance or a person or habits, this is all really food for thought here today. And so, Mark, tell us where people can get more information about your transformational life coaching, Life After Sobriety. Absolutely. Um, you know, when I was in the salon, I called myself a therapist. And I <laughs> thought that was so funny because the relationship was so great. So I actually started a website, and it's called Therapist. I love it. It's, yes, it's the number four and then you, Y-O-U, so therapistforyou.com, and I have my contact information on there, and I would be more than happy to book a consultation call with anyone, and any of the listeners, please mention that you heard me on the show, too. I would just love to hear how many people reach out because of hearing this. Oh, well, thank you, Mark. I hope a lot of people do, because I think you've got a lot to offer, and um, I'm really impressed that you shared your story and that you've turned something you know, tough into something so gorgeous. I, I think it's wonderful. So again, Mark oh, Neff, God, thank you. our therapist. I love it. Herapist for you. Thank you so much for joining me on Amy's Table. Thanks, Amy. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah. Q102.